Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to episode two of our mini series, The Basics of Fat Loss. I have Owen with me. Hello everybody and welcome back. Excited to have you here. Yeah, so um, we just want to start off by saying we were absolutely blown away by the support from everyone who listened to last week. That was class. Um, putting something, you know, your own voice out there onto a podcast is probably one of the most vulnerable things you can do. And yeah, so the support that we received was just um incredible and it means everything to us um and as we said when we put the poll up on our instagram at the start to see if there would be any interest in the podcast you know all it would have taken would have been for like one vote for you and that was reason enough for us to do it so even if the podcast gets one listen it's reason enough for us to set up everything and record so thank you honestly yeah it means the world as, as beth said support I'm sure if anyone out there has ever tried to do anything, um, whenever you receive support, it kind of just reassures you. Um, even if it helps that person or not, it doesn't matter. It just keeps you going and, you know, you don't know who your message is going to reach eventually. So, yeah. yeah, thanks a bunch. So I have my coffee beside me. You could go get yourself a coffee and listen to us or chat with us <laughs> yeah. um, as we go through this. Um, but before we get started into um the meaty part of the uh, podcast um we wanted to share a funny story about the last recording that we did so it's only actually funny now in hindsight that you think of it but um whenever we were recording the last episode we were sat here in the kitchen same spot as we are now and in Owen's house and we were chatting away and all the while there was a massive gas leak in the house like like so bad and we didn't really notice because because we were in the house and because we were at home so much, the windows and the doors and stuff were open, so mm. the smell wasn't that bad. Um, but then, go on. Yeah, so there had been a gas leak happening for probably about two to three days, and we only fully noticed, as Owen said, but was whenever we finished recording the last episode that we posted, we showed all the doors and windows, and we actually went up to B&Q to get a few bits. We're doing some DIY in the house, and... Uh, we came home and even just standing at the front door, like standing in the driveway with the front door open, the smell of gas just pang and like hit you in the face. And, you know, like it's funny now in hindsight, but like that night, sorry, the night before, Owen's mum and sister Roisin had slept in the room with the leak in that room the night before because we'd all been like rearranging the house and stuff like that. So their bedrooms were like full up with just stuff. Like there's Literally a massive just, just stuff everywhere. Yeah. It's... So they, they were sharing that room and like only for the fact that it was really warm that night and Owen's mum had the window open and the house alarm went off, which meant that they had to come downstairs for a few and then go back up. Like just absolutely mad. And what turns out is that there had been a nail in one of the gas pipes since day one of the house being built and from us moving furniture around, I had loosened up this nail because one of the floorboards had been um, broken a bit um, and it's been basically in the gas pipe for 30 years, which is just crazy. So when you think of gas leak, whenever I, whenever someone says gas leak to me, it's like a, a loose pipe. Like there was a hole in the pipe. So, from one end of the pipe to the other, like right yeah. the way through and then into the beam, the support beam underneath it. So we were we were a bit... Um, so yeah, so we just wanted to share with you that we are very lucky to be here. And if it wasn't for a few random circumstances like the windows and doors being open overnight, uh, things could have turned out totally different. But here we are. 
we're here to tell the tale and we're about to tell you the importance of water in regards to fat loss. And imagine had the worst outcome happened, you know, you would have been sat there after the first episode going, what are the five basics? <laughs> um, but here we are. We're going to tell you about water. Um, so this episode, as we said, is dedicated to the importance of water in relation to fat loss. And we're answering a few questions here in this episode. Questions like, you know, how much water do you need on a daily basis? Why do we get thirsty? Where do we get our water intake from? And why do pubs choose to serve salty snacks? So once again, I have talked a little bit too much and I'm going to pass the first question on to Owen, who is sitting here quite ready to, uh, ready to take the lead. Um, and that brings us to the first question. So why do we need water? Yeah, so I think the reason why we kind of did it in points like this is so you can actually answer a few questions. I think sometimes when you just get a lot of information, it's hard to actually use it. So why do we need water? Well, if you were to look at kind of like the breakdown um, of your body and the makeup of all the different systems in your body, um, water actually makes up quite a lot. So in your whole body as a, as a whole, um, it makes up about 50 to 60 percent of us. But then if you were to break it down further, so like when you're looking at bones, um, bones are roughly around 22% water. Adipose tissue, which is body fat. So the stored fat that's, body fat, yeah, yeah. The, the body that, or the, yeah, stored body fat is about 25% water. Muscle and brain. So all of us gym freaks or gym geeks or whatever. Um, water and nerds. And nerds. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to get though. Jeez. <laughs> Muscle and brain is 75% water. And blood, 83% water. And eyes, then, you're looking at about 95% water. So you can kind of see how important it actually is and yeah. how important, like, you know, making that, sure you it, drink It actually might is. come as a shock to how much water that we are made up of. And, like, one of the things that we had studied in our nutrition um, qualification is basically, and we all know this evolution of man, we came from the sea and we've kept that kind of water life the you know importance of water with us basically since the first animal stepped out of the sea mm -hmm. so yeah like when you when you break it down like that and whenever you kind of bring yourself back to your roots you can see why water like of all the all the fluids and all the liquids that we could drink water is the one that we yeah. we really need it's non-negotiable um, yeah so if you then look at the functions of water in the body um you're looking at like it helps digest and and or sorry dissolve and transport different substances um, you'd be looking at the likes of your salts, um, just for example. Um, you're looking at regulating bo body temperature. So when you're training or if you're even in the sun, um, yep. you tend to sweat. So that's yep. water you're, and salt in your body. Basically, you know, your, um, your sweat glands open up, they push water to the skin. Mm -hmm. um, and that is a way of your body cooling down. Yeah. That's what sweat is. That's why we sweat. Absolutely, yeah, and that regulates our body temperature then. And then the last kind of big one would be it lubricates tissue. So, like, in between your joints, around, say, just for example, your knee and your your elbow, they, they move effortlessly. Um, they wouldn't move effortlessly if there wasn't fluid or, yeah, fluid there in the joint. So water is a big part of that fluid as well. So, mm -hmm. as I say, like, when you see the breakdown in the body and you see the functions of it... Um, on that type of level, you can understand why then it's so important. Yeah, and totally non-negotiable. Yeah. Um. So now that we've kind of hit on how important water is, you might be wondering how much water do we actually need? And this is something that, um, as a trainer, 
I've gotten asked quite a bit, like, how much water should I be drinking a day? And, you know, if you were to Google it, you get, like, a very definitive answer, blanket answer, you know, two litres a day or six glasses a day or something like that. But we have a quick calculation that you can do. Um, what's that calculation? So if you take your body weight and convert it into kilos, if you don't already, and then just multiply it by 30 mils. So there's three zero, 30 uh, mils, and that will give you a rough estimate of how many uh, liters of water you need in a day so for example if you're 100 kilos multiply that by 30 mils is 3000 mils which is three liters of water a day yeah so it's it's really quick and as beth says in the fitness industry especially there's lots of these different kind of just rules and you know if you really kind of looked into those rules you can see that they just come from a company or someone saying something and people someone just run with it marketing yeah. yeah people just run with it so like you are absolutely unique so your water intake needs should be unique to you as well so it just gives you a rough estimate um so your body weight in kilos multiplied by 30 mils yeah. yeah um so like as i was saying just before um we told you what the calculation was like people weigh different yeah uh, amounts you know like i don't need the same amount of water as you need in a day yeah. just in the same sense that i don't need the same amount of calories as you need in a day so yeah. it is a handy little way to do it so it's 30 mils multiplied by your weight in kilos if you don't use kilos you can convert it on google just type it into your google search bar if you use pounds you know pounds to kilo conversion or stone to kilo conversion whatever you can put it in there and then just multiply it by 30 and that's a rough estimate on how much you should be uh drinking in a day so this is a quite an interesting question um and it's one of those ones that like i don't know if you've ever seen the shower thoughts videos where it's like things that you think about in the shower but what is thirst like what is that sensation of being thirsty and i know there's some dirty-minded people (laughs) listening to this and they're going ha 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 thirst (laughs) it's not that Um, type of thirst not that kind of thirst get your mind out of the gutter um thirst is basically a signal in your body and it's it's the signal that your body is giving you to tell you that you are already dehydrated. Not that you're becoming dehydrated, but you're already there. But usually we don't notice that the body is thirsty until we have lost about 1% to 2% of the water within the body. And by that stage, you know, your performance will have already dropped. Um, maybe you're feeling a little bit low on energy when you're training or even just like, you know, like a good session in pennies running around the shops, you know, you're going to feel low on energy. Um, but once we go beyond that 2%, that's whenever you really begin to notice it in yourself. Like you'll get some symptoms like headaches, fatigue, dizziness, like your heart rate might go up and that's because of like a a micro thickening of the blood, you know, forcing your heart to work just that little bit harder to pump the same, you know, amount of blood to different parts of the body. So it's having to work just that little bit harder. I think, um, it's fair to say that that two percent you might be going geez two percent that's that's not really that much but when you look at um the statistics on it like when you go to say like six and eight percent yeah uh, of water loss you're looking at serious and and very serious dehydration that in the worst case scenario can result in death really yeah. so two percent i think, 2% I think is, actually is quite a big six chunk. to eight percent can result in death yeah it's it's a big chunk now again that depends on the person um, the majority of people are not six to eight percent dehydrated, but yeah. you know you will get people who don't like water, and you might be wondering now, going, "How I know that person over there, and they don't drink any water, like they drink yeah. no water. So where are they getting it from?" Um, 
And that brings us to our next question, really. So where do we get water from? The obvious answer is like from your tap or a bottle. Um, from actually physically drinking water as its own. Yeah. But a lot of people don't know that you actually get quite a lot of water from food. Mm-hmm. So different foods have different water content. So if you were to think of what foods might be higher in water, um, you could probably guess a few. But the likes of cucumbers. Yeah. Cucumbers versus avocado is probably a good one. Yeah. Um, so there are two foods that would be kind of in the fruit and veggie. Uh, section but a cucumber like it's so juicy when you when you bite into it it almost like you can feel the water coming out of the food yeah or like an apple or something yeah. a big juicy apple yeah. so like That's something that, like the that. juiciness is the water content of the food so as owen said like if you think about an avocado now it's a weird thing to do to bite into an avocado <laughs> but um if you were to do so you wouldn't have that like juiciness it would be almost just a slight juiciness to it but like still very much dry compared to something like an apple or an avocado or sorry excuse me an apple or a cucumber yeah so yeah the the higher food or the higher water contents of food are generally kind of raw fruits and veg um they they seem to have quite a lot of water mm-hmm. anything that's kind of higher in fast generally doesn't have that much water yeah. not as much anyway um but yeah so which, which on makes sense food, scientifically because water and fat don't mix yeah exactly yeah um so if you're looking at your diet, that would depend on how much water you get from food. And mm-hmm. um, if your food, if you're constantly eating kind of like, you know, high fatty foods or very little fruit and veg, and mm-hmm. um, you won't be getting as much as someone then obviously who does eat quite a lot of fruit and veg. But you can intake most people intake roughly about one liter of water from food alone. So that is included in the. 100 kilo person multiplying yes. by 30 so yeah. they would need to physically consume uh, an extra two liters of water from and and that one liter of water from your food alone would be if you have a diet that consists of quite a bit of fruits and veg um that have a good water content to them yeah so um, you really need to it's a contextual thing and, and i think that's yeah. another fair point to make on everything to do with health and fitness and um, nutrition diet training it's always going to be contextual and situational to that person and it really you have to look at those things because otherwise uh, we could be like okay you're 100 kilo multiplied by 30 but your diet is mostly made up of fruit yeah. and veg and you're already consuming that so then you're adding an extra three liters on and then all of a sudden you're under four liters of water and that might not be necessary so yeah it is important to look but at also also from a, a coaching perspective as well like one thing that we we always say and the whole basis of this podcast is to kind of show you the building blocks, good, strong foundations and starting small and adding on. But say for someone who doesn't actually drink any water, they hate water and they're they're drinking no water as itself, like on its own, on a day to day basis for us or for any coach or any doctor or anyone to turn around and say, well, you need to start drinking two and a half liters of water a day. That is a massive increase. So from a coaching perspective, if you are listening to this and that is something that you feel like you're struggling with, what we would suggest is start off with a small bottle of water. From doing PT, I've had so many girls, all my clients were female, uh, I've had so many girls who came in and they, you know, hated water and they wouldn't drink any. And one thing that I would get them to do would be to start off with a small little Tipperary kids size bottle. It's like 250 mils or something, you know, drink that throughout the day. And that's 250 mils more than what you were getting on top of your food and stuff like that. So, um, if, if you are listening and water is something that's difficult for you to take in, you know, start off small. Don't worry doing the calculation and going, Oh Jesus, I need to get like 
two and a half liters of water in there and I don't feel like I'm getting it anywhere close. Start off small and add on. Use that number as a goal for you to eventually get to then. Yeah, and also don't be afraid to like, obviously pure water, fresh water is is best. But if if like that, you just simply do not like water. Start with where you can. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to add in the likes of a a um a dilute a dilute um anything at all. Like there yeah. will be calories in the dilute, so that's something you need to watch. Um, and just be careful of how many calories you're consuming. But it's better than nothing. It's better than, you know, kind of... Better than an 8% dehydration and dying. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So <laughs> it's all about where you're starting. And as I say, it's that situational thing that we were talking about. Completely, yeah. Um, so now you might be thinking, all right, well, okay, water is pretty cool. Water will keep us alive. And we we now see the importance, but why is it relevant for fat loss? Yeah, get, get to the point already. We, we, point. we want fat loss. We're 17 is... minutes in, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Um, so I just want to get this straight. Okay. So why water is relevant for fat loss. First thing off the bat is that energy balance is the thing for fat loss. Okay. So just by drinking water every day is not going to result in fat loss if you are overeating your calories, but that is a topic that we'll get to in a future podcast. Um, that, that's me dropping a hint for one of the other of the basics. <laughs> um, so as we've said, this podcast is about how to build strong foundations and habits for fat loss and over a long period of time. That is one of our core values. Um, so staying hydrated and healthy is going to help you perform well and for a long time. So indirectly, it is essential for fat loss. So if you're to look at any of the symptoms for dehydration, you know, like fatigue and dizziness and headaches and that kind of thing, the chances are is that you're either going to throw your training or your nutrition out the window whenever you're suffering from one of them. So yes, water is crucial for fat loss. And, you know, that's why, or sorry, that's without any any other scientific internal process of the body that will require water for fat loss to occur or for anything to occur, really. You know, so water is so, so important. But for fat loss, it's one of those things that, you know, you check it off and you're going to make sure that your chances of getting like a headache or feeling dizzy or, you know, feeling low on energy from dehydration is not going to happen. And it's going to help you to stay on track. I think the goal always like, so you might be going, oh, I just want to drop 10 pounds or I want to drop five pounds, whatever it is. And maybe you don't want to drop any pounds. You just want to change your body composition. But the goal should always be to do that in a healthy, sustainable way. And that's why water is so important especially for us um like there might be other coaches out there who say you know what drink whatever you want to have just watch your calories and that's that's up to them but for us it's health healthy fat loss that's what we're about um and as Beth says the long sustainable route um and yeah so water is is like it's kind of like an indirect direct um necessity for, for fat loss <laughs> yeah. i was kind of lost in the <laughs> indirect direct indirect <laughs> but yeah it, it is definitely needed um for health and performance which will then bring yourself into a better state to perform and yeah. a better state to do more and things do you know another thing as well is that um so, uh, sorry the signal of being thirsty or sorry the signal of being hungry can sometimes um be from a state of dehydration too so um, it is easy for those signals to get confused. And, you know, if you are signaling that you're hungry when you're actually just a little bit dehydrated, it will cause you to overeat or it could potentially cause you to overeat, I should say. Um, 
yeah so like water for fat loss it's not going to directly do it drinking loads of water is not going to make you lose weight but it's going to help keep you on track and doing those things that will actually inevitably cause you to lose weight so now is the next thing right so there's something that everyone likes to do when they start something new is absolutely burst it and they love to go hell for leather at it and do it for two weeks and then normally it goes to shite then right so there is such thing as too much water as well right so it is fantastic it is very good for you it is essential just just one note which is really funny because (laughs) if you if you go from a state of like not drinking enough water to like having four liters of water in a day my god you are going to be pissing like a racehorse like you're actually going to like you'll probably wet yourself in public because you're not used to it. Yeah. Sorry, go on. <laughs> but it's... Think of the extra steps you'll get in going to the toilet all the time. <laughs> anyway, you can drink too much water. And it can be a serious thing as well. Um, there's a thing called in your body called homeostasis. And homeostasis is basically just a balance. And it's a balance of acidity level, sodium level, water level, protein level, carbohydrates. It's just everything is at a balance. And it's where your body performs best. And it will do whatever it has to do. They get into um, that balance all the time. So if you were to consume way too much water. Just just being on topic. Imagine flattening the curve. Yeah. It's what it is. It's flattening the curve within the body. Yeah. Like if, if you if you have, your body has an optimal sodium level. Um, and if you drink way too much water, you're obviously going to have more water than there is needed for, for the amount of salt. So think about pouring a bit of salt into a glass tiny little bit of salt into a glass and then massively overfilling it and then you were to drink it you wouldn't really taste the water or the salt so much if you pour it like you really overfill that glass so it's a similar kind of concept in your body like you need a certain amount of sodium to water content mm-hmm. um, and if you drink too much it's a, it's a, a thing called hyponatremia um, and the symptoms of it can actually be similar to dehydration so yeah. symptoms of hyponatremia are swelling of the hands and feet confusion headaches GI discomfort, so you might feel a bit of nausea. Um, so it is very similar. So you, again, it's, I suppose when you kind of go through the list of everything that we've said, I think it kind of brings the importance and highlights the importance of being aware of what you're consuming and what you're doing and, you know, not just doing anything off the blue and forgetting about it. So say, say you're in a hot country, like it is now actually in Ireland, it's lovely, and you're out running, you're doing these 5Ks, 10Ks, whatever. You're sweating which is trying to cool your body down, but you're also sweating out salts. So if you're not do replacing you ever, those Do you ever salts, go for a run or do you ever be training? And then whenever the sweat dries, you can actually feel salt crystals on your face or it, feels, it almost feels like exfoliator on your face. That is the salt that your body is basically released in its sweat. Yeah. So you can imagine all of that now is gone from the body and you're not replacing that, yeah. which can cause you to then have a complete imbalance, a water imbalance in the body. Because you're going to be drinking loads of water to rehydrate yourself, but water doesn't contain the amount of sodium that you're after losing. So you can get things called electrolytes, and electrolytes basically just will help you uh, replenish those stores. Mm -hmm. You can get it through foods as well, but quickly after training, especially in the heat, it's probably worth your while investing maybe into an electrolyte tablet. Um, you can get them in any kind of sports shops. Or any or any football fans who watch, do you ever see whenever, like, I don't know, maybe it's the Champions League final and they've gone into complete extra time with to play an extra half hour of, like, elite-level football 
and you see them lying on the ground and getting their legs stretched with cramps and stuff mm. like that. It's because they've sweated so much and they probably now have an electrolyte imbalance and they're probably starting to cramp. So cramps can also be um, a sign of um, dehydration or a, an imbalance between water and electrolytes in the body. So yeah, the, the, the tablets are a supplement, right? Um, you can also, there's a mix of slight a small amount of little bit of salt in your water mm-hmm. um after you come in will will do the trick as well so i wouldn't go overboard you, you need to kind of watch out for it i um, i would start off with um a, de- a designated electrolyte rather than starting putting salt in your water because you probably gag yeah. <laughs> it'll probably be rotten and be like taste drink and see water but yeah. but it's just something to watch out for in the heat um and even then if you do start consuming water just be careful you're not over consuming the amount of water as well because you can actually bring up the symptoms of being dehydrated, which might go, might make you think, I need to I drink need more water. Yeah. And then you're actually making the, the situation worse. So mm-hmm. just kind of be aware of your surroundings and stuff as well. Yeah. And, um, you know, as Owen started off this point with saying that, like, you know, whenever you start something new, you go hell for leather and like completely overdo it. That just reminds me of a few years ago. I'm not, I'm not sure if this was a global release of information or if it was just on like Irish radio or whatever, because Irish radio can sometimes be funny the way they do this. But I remember a few years ago, um, information about how much water Beyonce drinks in a day was released. And it was something like absolutely wild, like five or six liters of water in a day or something huge. And everyone, because Beyonce does it, and everyone's like, wow, Beyonce does it, I'm going to do it. I, I'll never forget it. People were drinking about six litres of water a day. And, like, I, I actually nearly certain it was whenever I was in college. And people were getting up and, like, they they couldn't sit in the class because they needed to pee so much. They, they, like, people were pissing their pants, like, yeah. because Beyonce had basically started drinking loads of water for an up-and-coming tour. But it's a good point because like Beyonce, right? So she's a performer. She has quite a lot of muscle tone. Her muscle mass would be quite high. So I'd imagine her calorie output is quite high as well, right? So she moves an awful lot. She's dancing an awful lot. She's training for the show. She's thick. She's thick. Thick with two C's. Not not thick as in stupid, as in thick, as in like... Beth pronounces her THs. I go thick, and it sounds like I'm calling her stupid, but I'm not. She's thick. She's thick. (laughs) Anyway, she is moving an awful lot. So if you were to to actually weigh Beyonce before, um, like a training session, and then afterwards, you'd actually see a weight difference because of the amount of water that she probably is getting rid of to cool her body down she's she's uh yeah she's sweating loads she's moving loads and her body is trying to cool herself down releases water so she needs to replace that water Mm -hmm. so that's where we were saying like everyone is unique so like like you're you're sitting on the couch watching netflix like you're not doing a two-hour performance where you dance every single beat of every single song that's why beyonce needs six liters of water a day or maybe she doesn't depending on her water balance but um, who even knows if it's true? Honestly, like it was released on the radio and everyone just went for it. But that that's another point is, you know, don't take, don't copy and paste someone else's nutritional advice that they, that they do, or don't just mimic someone else's diet or water intake or something. It has to be specific to you. Um, so that brings us to the last one, whenever we're talking about sodium and water balance and stuff like that, and this is just a little interesting nugget of information, and it's in regards to pubs selling salty snacks. Like, do you remember those things, those 
pub places and um, used to go and like you'd be real kind of like a dark room there used to be a man behind the bar he used to get you there, there used to be yeah a bar with some taps on it <laughs> and like you know they would pour your pint for you and it was amazing. yeah you'd hand over money and then you sit down with your friends oh it was it was amazing oh what a time to be alive yeah. um <laughs> yeah so uh, in the pubs they used to have um bowls of peanuts they don't really do it anymore because it's not very hygienic and i think it's more of an american thing with the bowls of peanuts but Every pub will sell salty snacks. So, you know, you'd have like your crisps, your bacon fries, um, your KP nuts and stuff like that. Very rarely you'd see like jellies and chocolate behind the um, counter of a pub. And the reason being is salty snacks. Whenever you eat something that's high in salt, you're basically increasing the sodium content of your blood, which, you know, that increase... Um, of sodium content in the blood your body then tells you to drink more um again you're trying to balance that so you're going to yeah, get back to as so homeostasis saying, yeah. yeah back to homeostasis so because it's a high amount your body's gone get more get more get more drink well let's face it you're in the pub uh you're not going to go up and ask for a glass of water because one that's a waste of money and you're ruining the process of you know getting drunk and then also you're going to get slagged to the hills by your mates for coming back with a glass of water um you actually might get kicked out of your friend group <laughs> if you do it um so yeah selling salty snacks it's a selling technique by pubs to make you buy and consume more pints so yeah that's basically all the points that we have um on water. on water and how important it is and fat loss um i think we, we finished it off really quickly with a couple of kind of coaching points as we mentioned them through the the podcast that we were saying like you need to if you're not consuming any water it's probably a good idea to start um and you need to start in a way that you can manage and do over a long period of time like this is not a time uh, or it's not not something that you should just absolutely go hell for leather and do over two weeks and then stop like you need to start somewhere make sure even if it's a glass of water every day with your breakfast yeah um if you drink coffee in the morning hydrate before you caffeinate so little kind of like rhymes and stuff like that uh, that makes you kind of think and you associate with a routine that you already have building it into your day-to-day yeah uh, or if you work. hate if you hate water have some dilute juice yeah. it has that it's you literally fill up a glass of water yeah. and then drop a little bit of flavor into it like it's absolutely fine. absolutely fine if it means that you go from a stage of having none to some um it's really really important yeah and as we say like water and these basics that we've done um and kind of mapped out they're the basis that we try and build and instill into our clients as we go um, and they're kind of done in a way that like water is something very simple that you can start right now you don't need any other equipment it's free everyone mostly has access to fresh water um, in their homes um, and yeah it's something you can start straight away and yep. it's it's so important it's so good for you um, and yeah it's, it's just something that you can absolutely start right now and that's the reason why it's number one. Yeah. So what's number two down there? <laughs> you put me on the spot. <laughs> the no. Mysterious. Well, podcast number three and the second one is vitamins and minerals, or as you may know it in layman's terms, fruits and veg. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that wraps up our second podcast. We are having so much fun recording these. These like that was 31 minutes, um, which is 10 minutes more than last week's one. And it goes the time by so flies quick. by so quick, but we're both chatters. Yeah. And do you ever realize, right? You can have a chit chat. You can have a chat, but you can never have a chit. <laughs> or a chat chat. It's always a chit chat. 
<laughs> anyway, it's really good doing these podcasts. It, it allows us to elaborate on a point. Um, and as we say, these are things that everyone can start doing straight away. So that's why we do them. Yeah. So that wraps up the podcast. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. We will be posting the next podcast next Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, we record and post on the same day. So we're going to log off here now and I'm going to put this together and then we're going to post it up. So thank you if you've stayed to the end. 32 minutes, as I say, is a long time out of someone's day. Um, I hope you've enjoyed it. We always appreciate feedback and we really, 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 really appreciate anyone who shares it on. Um, that makes us smile so big that you have no idea. Um, so yeah, thank you so much guys for listening to our podcast. We're going to let you go and we will catch you on the flip side. Yeah. Thanks so much guys. Ciao for now. Bye.